listener production. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I like to call him Mr. Happy. Happy, happy, joy, happy days. We dance, we kiss, we schmooze, we carry on, we go home happy. What do you say? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Happy Friday show to you. And I do mean you because a lot of you have been um, saying good day to me recently. Podcast listeners um, out in front of a cafe in Sydney had a nice one. And Matt, I was walking along near the Corner Hotel the other night. Mm. And these people, I think, had just been been out somewhere. They'd have a, had a few drinks. They're having a nice, happy chat, three people. And they walk past. There's a Molly Meldrum statue near there. And they saw that and was like, oh, my God, it's Molly Meldrum. Whoa, get in, get, I'll take a photo of you with Molly Meldrum. Oh, we should get a photo. And I just happen to be walking past. And they go to me, hey, can you take a photo of... And they stop and they go, oh, Alex Dyson. Go listen to the <laughs> podcast. Hang on, Molly, can you take a photo of, of, of us with Alex? And they, you're better than Molly Meldrum. They gave the phone to the statue to try and take a photo with me. And it was a whole lot of fun. We all laughed. It was a great time. So uh, thank oh. you very much, A, for tuning in, but also for saying g'day when we're, uh, when we're out and about. Very fun. Makes our day. And commiserations to the Molly Meldrum statue who got all dressed up and never got to take the picky. Um, hey, we've got a big uh, Matt and Alex all day breakfast. We've got a story about tiny paydays, mm. which we'll be pulling out a little bit later on. We've got just Americans being Americans, which you know we love. And uh, there's a few few letters in the mailbag, which we're going to dive into. You'll be wanting to stick around to the end of the episode because we catch up with someone who was on the podcast recently in the midst of a breakup text. So it's the follow-up you've been waiting for here as part of this Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Hello. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. Sorry, headline over the weekend, Alex Dyson. Arkansas men arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests after drinking. Um, and look, <laughs> wait, they got arrested. That sums it up. Hang on a second. You can't. Mm. I thought America was meant to be free. And if two men, <laughs> two consenting adults, well, can't. Bust out a bit of Kevlar <laughs> and start firing rounds into their torsos, then what does this world come to? You know what I mean? Well, that's part, part of me actually does know what you mean. Because I was like, I mean, shouldn't we just let them do that? <laughs> like, if that's what they're wanting to do, if that's going to release whatever tension is in them, mm. you know? Whatever manlyhood needs to be released. And I mean, it's front runner Darwin Awards sort of stuff. Like, honestly, oh, yeah. it is absolutely leading territory when it comes to that. But no, apparently he, um, he presented a hospital, oh, right. um, and cause he had like a big mark above his chest and stuff. And then they <laughs> were like, what, what was happened? That from? <laughs> well, he said, oh, someone shot at me and escaped in a car. And then they did a little diving and then the man eventually had to admit um, well, his right. wife actually says, uh, I, I recall things differently. Um, <laughs> in this, uh, newsweek.com article. And I have to admit, this is from a, from a little while ago, this story, but the headline was doing the rounds on Twitter. Um, so I had to investigate, um, mm. says the wife told police that he had been drinking outside their home with his neighbor Hicks when, uh, no, gunfire surely erupted. Not. 
Surely not. Hicks is uh, his last name, Christopher Hicks. Right. I thought you were um, doing an Arkansas slur for people who live <laughs> no, in the country. No, 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 no. Uh, the couple's residence. Well, let me um, guess, his, his friend's last name was Bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's going on there? Um, they, were, they were drinking and playing with a bullet re- bullet resistant vest. After asking Hicks to shoot him, he was hit in the chest with a 22 caliber semi automatic rifle. Leaving the mark. Um, Here's an idea. Put the vest on like a hay bale, a fence, shoot the vest, see if it goes through. <laughs> Why do you need to be wearing it? Well, what happens is after asking Hicks to shoot him, this, he's hit in the chest, leaving the mark. Then apparently um, the man, Ferris, uh, Charles Ferris, asserted that he'd been left pissed off about the injury. So... <laughs> So he's gone. So Go Hicks on, is annoyed with shoot Ferris. Shoot me. Shoot me. So try to defuse it. It's like, it's all right. You can shoot me too. <laughs> then, then then, he was annoyed that he got injured. Then he unloaded his gun into Hicks. By this stage, he was wearing the vest um, and was struck five times in the back. Luckily, none of the bullets pierced the material. One neighbor was concerned about his children who live nearby. Um, mm. I'm concerned wanna... about the country. The country of America. Well, <laughs> look, I mean, when your mates, you know, you you do silly things with your mates. Egging each other on. Well, I remember when dad won a, um, a lifetime supply of chewing gum. I'm sure I've told how, you. How did he win that? At a conf- dental conference. I think it was an Australian Dental Association contra- conference. Or it might have been my stepmom, Janice. Won a, anyway, someone won. Someone in the house. Well, we had a whole lot of bloody chewing gum in the house. <laughs> Me and my mate, you know, hanging out, 14 mm. years old, you know, who can fit, who can fit the most gum in their mouths? Okay. So we're loading is, pieces of extra this, in our mouth. Is, wait, is this, a, is this the kind of gum that on the back alongside the ingredients, it says chewing excess amounts can have a laxative effect? Yeah. Which we found out. <laughs> <laughs> we found out that that ain't no lie, bruv. Uh. We were munching huge mouthfuls of gum, just shoving it in our mouths. And then later that night, ooh-ee, tell you what. A little bit extra. It was seriously sticky situation. Um, so we thought we'd ask you, what, what challenge, what mates mm. challenges, you know, what, what challenges have you done between your mates? Ali says, my friend and I attempted a three-day lemon detox. I laughed, lasted half a day. Um, oh, the diet challenges. I mean, I've seen, I've had people go through the cauliflower soup diet. I mean, it's just awful stuff. Why would you do it to yourself? I don't know. I've been watching a bit of alone. And I was just like, these people don't, don't eat for weeks. I reckon you'd be a gun at alone. I couldn't do a single night. Too many mosquitoes. <laughs> I honestly, that's it. Like it's, it's the mosquitoes that I'm just like, nope. <sighs> yeah. It'd be fun to try, but I, I don't think I'd be that good at it. I don't care about eating a snake. I don't care about doing whatever, but the mosquito, the buzz, that. When you're trying to sleep in your bed of leaves, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Isabel said, I used to know people that would spit on the floor at every house they visited. What kind of a challenge is that? <laughs> Why? As in they're chewing tobacco and there was no (laughs) spittoon in the house, so they just went on the floor? What? Every now and then I'm reminded (laughs) that these people are out there and they're allowed to live in the wild. Like, it's crazy. Just two people like, oi, 
I bet. I bet you can't spit on the floor of this house. I bet I can. <laughs> Why? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and Daniel got in touch saying him and his mates had once did a competition. See who could stare at the sun the longest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes. Retina, I barely knew her. <laughs> Well, Alex Dyson, the question came to me as I looked at my bank account just on Thursday of last week, as I saw a deposit land into my general savings account. And then as soon as I saw how much was there, I thought, well, which dealership are we going to? Beamer, Benz or Bentley? <laughs> Damn, son. I, I, thought, I thought your crypto was in the toilet. Hey, what's, I know, I know. But who's depositing the dollar bills in the You can the get a few kind. paydays. From a few other places. I actually, um, I've gotten onto the, uh, the can return, the bottle and can oh. return recycling center thing. Cause I, in Brisbane, I didn't, didn't live near one in Sydney, mm. but I live near one in Brisbane. Do they right even have them? Do I they get... have them everywhere now? Cause it used to be just South Australia and Northern Territory. I know. Territory. I was so jealous of people in South Australia. would always say 10 cents in South Australia. I was thinking, oh, if only. Well, remember when we were doing radio and had the idea that we, we start, we do a road trip from like Townsville. Like you and mm. I, we start on a bicycle <laughs> and we start filling up a little tray with, with bottles and then we upgrade to a ute and we upgrade to a semi-trailer and then go to a big know, sort of dog the leg down the East Coast to Adelaide and then drop it off and then oh. use the money on a big party. Yeah. That would have been amazing. We didn't do it. Well, I think it has to be sold in the state that it was, that you're depositing, doesn't it? But I mean, now I'm, now I've just gotten on board because, you know, Belinda was looking into it and apparently actually it makes the recycling of the product a lot easier. Because mm. I bumped into a friend of a friend and their camera business is for rubbish trucks, right? So they equip rubbish trucks with cameras. Right. And basically these council, council trucks won't let their trucks operate unless the cameras are operational. So it's their job to maintain all the cameras. Mm. And the camera trucks in these recycling, the camera, the drivers in the recycling trucks are constantly looking out into seeing what's happening, what's going into mm. the recycling from the, the recycling bins. Because if they see anything that doesn't look like recycling, you know, big rubbish bags of garbage and all that sort of mm. stuff, they've got to flag it. And if they flag enough of these things, it spoils the entire truck oh. and they have to literally just dump it like garbage would, right? So looking into these recycling centers, Belinda was like, you know, I, I found out that they, they actually help the sorting of it. Mm. You know, you're getting good unfiltered product plus you get money back so it's like a no-brainer i was like okay well i'm gonna start Let's do it yeah doing it so i took a couple of you know a couple of empty bottles back or whatever mm. the old two dollars thirty hits the uh the bank account and i was like they don't give you the cash it's direct deposit <laughs> direct deposit bro drop that coin that sounds like um a two dollars thirty direct deposit actually <laughs> and so i was just like yes Yas King, mm. Beamer, Benz, or Bentley. I mean, it's not quite as much as I got paid for my music royalties in New Zealand oh, yeah. over the past week. You need the NZ um, royalties coming through for Boilermakers. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much to APRA, where I got a big, oh, big, juicy payday for my Boilermakers and Diver City. Thank you very much. Uh, in the form of 88 cents. 
So that was good. That's how much people are listening to my music. Um, <laughs> in New Zealand. And then, hey, look, do you know what? Honestly, better than nothing. I'm surprised there's that many people. I don't even yeah. know how many people 88 cents worth is in New Zealand, but thank you to all the New Zealanders who are listening to Boilermakers who are loving it yeah. still. Yeah. And thank you to Dave Pocock for giving us a shout out in the Senate the other day. Oh yeah. What a, what a legend. But anyway, the point is what I wanted to say is I've never done the recycling thing straight into the center, mm -hmm. but knowing all the benefits plus the, you know, plus the tiny payday, nothing wrong with a tiny payday. It's half a coffee. Well, in Sweden, they've got the bottle deposit things like in the supermarket. You wander up, you put the bottle in, it goes, all right, you're, you got $2, you know, owing. Do you want to take, withdraw it or do you want to donate it straight to charity? Bang. They do exactly the same here. You can take you can take a uh, supermarket voucher, or you can donate it straight to charity as well. Wow! So, anyways, and also it's less embarrassing because um, your neighbours don't hear the clink 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 every single Monday. Clink 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 clink. Making it rain something different uh, into the yellow topped bin there. But look, we did put the shout out on our Instagram. Keep an eye on it. Matt.and.alex, When have you had a tiny payday? Kate said I got a $12 refund on my car insurance when I sold my car. Ooh-wee. That'll oh. get you the bus trip home from wherever you sold the car. Carly said a vending machine ate my money, so I called to complain, and they sent me a physical check for $2.60. Oh, that's the most annoying thing when you get a, a tiny check. Yeah, because it's work, isn't it? And oh like, my, yeah, I know. <laughs> you like... calculate that and how long it takes to cash, <laughs> and you're like, I'm getting paid a dollar forty an hour here. Honestly, if you were walking along the street and someone said, "Hey, um, mate, I'll give you two dollars sixty to go to your nearest shopping centre, <laughs> stand in line," I'd just be like, "No, that's not worth it." Get to the counter, have them go. Actually, you need to go over there and fill out one of these forms. <laughs> yeah. You go over there, the pens aren't working. Oh my god. Oh mate, no thanks. Erica got worse. Medicare sent me a check for thirty-seven cents. <laughs> Oh, that would make me physically ill. Um, Annika, I got a six cent refund from a phone company, even though I hadn't been with them for over three years. How do you even get a six cent refund? I, I reckon. That's the shortest phone call ever. <laughs> Oi, no, no, that's not short. This, I reckon there's a narrative in this. We could make a feature length film out of Annika's story. We could cast Bruce Willis and Hayley Joe Hobbs Osment and call it The Sixth Cent. Oh. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, it would be a sequel because I'm dead. Well, would you look at the time? The week has flown by and it means it's time for another Matt and Alex mailbag. Yeah, we love getting your messages on at matt.n.alex, but we rarely have time to read every single one that comes in. So we use this opportunity to dive in and check out a couple of the ones that we didn't have time to mention during the week. Amy sent us a uh, DM in regards to when two different people came up with the comic Dennis the Menace and they came out on the same day. A mind-blowing fact from last week. And um, 
Amy says, the show talking about Dennis the Menace triggered me because there are a lot of movies that have the same kind of plot and released in the same year. Most notably, Independence Day and Mars Attacks, both aliens coming to Earth, both mm. 1996. I'll tell you what, to this day, Mars Attacks, probably the most star-studded cast of any film before or since. Uh, you, I do remember it coming out thinking, wow, but I'm team Independence Day, sorry. Oh, Independence Day, I would say the better movie. but honestly. Dante's Peak, 97. Uh, Volcano, 97. Obviously both about dangerous volcanoes. Armageddon and Deep Impact, both in 98. Both about large asteroids heading to Earth. Friends with Benefits, No Strings Attached, both in 2011. Casual Sex Turns to Relationship. And then Olympus Has Fallen and The White House down. Uh, 2013, both President in Danger at the White House. What is this conspiracy? I remember actually reading about this, Dyson. I think what happens is a good script came across the desk. This is all sort of around the same time. Mm. A good script comes across the desk. The studio can't afford to do it or can't secure the rights to that one. There might be a bidding war. It goes to someone else and then they go, we need a volcano yeah. movie. And yeah. someone else writes one similar. Or when the next time a volcano movie lands on its desk, they can go, hey, this is like that one that you missed out on. Get this one. So they end up making two. Jack Nicholson. Annette Benning, Danny DeVito, Jack Black, Glenn Close, Pierce Brosnan, Michael J. Fox, Christina Applegate, Natalie Portman, Sarah oh Jessica Parker, Stop. Martin Short, How is Tom Jones <laughs> is in this film. Did aliens make this movie? How is this even possible? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, Jacinta got in touch with us and said, clearly someone at Brisbane City Council listens to the pod and, and Jacinta attached a, uh, a statement from the council that said record footpath investment. Pfft, not on my street yet. <laughs> Can't wait for them to come and visit me. If they don't twist their ankles on the way up the hill. Council is investing a record $41 million into new and improved footpaths to help make Brisbane even more walkable. Please. My neighbor rolled his ankle the other day coming home. <laughs> you know why? Cause we don't have a footpath. Hopefully the bitumen comes out on Matt Street. Andrew gave us a, a message regarding last names, saying a friend of mine mooshed their last names together when naming their kids. Her last name was Beer. His last name was Smith. They named their boy Billy Beer Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know Billy Beer Smith, but that kid is going to have a cracking play written about him in some way, shape or form. Yeah. He's going to become some, like, you know, grassroots cricket star in the under-11s at his local country primary school and take yeah. home the cup to win it for his dying, you know, pop or something like that. I reckon he'll be the groundskeeper at, like, the SCG. Someone, the 12th batsman goes down and they need someone to come in and <laughs> win the game for him. And old Billy Beersmith's on yeah. the boundary. He gets the white yeah. side and heads out and win, wins the Ashes for Australia. Or he was always going to take over dad's brewing beer company or something. But it's in your name, son. Billy Beersmith. <laughs> he's like, no, I want to ice skate. No, dad, I want to dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Billy Beersmith. You're a born brewer, son. <laughs> no, dad. Please. Uh, anyway. I don't, want, I don't want hops in me drink. I want hops in me footsteps. <laughs> Um, Renee, <laughs> Renee, send us a voicemail, which we love hearing as well. If you want to do that, just hit the little microphone recording thing on your Instagram and then send us your voice. There's been a lot of chat about Barbie 
in the news, including the song Barbie Girl, and Renee's talking about that. Hey guys, Renee here. The other day when you were talking about Barbie Girl and the lyrics being changed, I've actually used the explicit free version for a dance at school with my primary school children, and they change Hanky Panky to Funky Yankee. <laughs> Thought you might like to know. Um, That That's... sounds way ruder. <laughs> Funky Yankee. Funky Yankee. Hey. Is that meant to be like an American <laughs> Yankee, like the New York Yankees? Come on, please. Just a, just give me a funky Yankee. <laughs> please, Bobby. That's terrible. Hanky Panky is better. Hanky Panky could mean anything. <laughs> funky Yankee. What? And a call I've been very much looking forward to, a follow-up from our Audio Be Real. Uh, let's cross to Hannah in Brisbane, uh, who we caught in the middle of sending a breakup text. Hello, Hannah. Hello. How are you going? Good. Thank you, Hannah. But we're very excited to hear the update. Uh, we heard you in our Audio Be Real. It sounded a little bit like this. What you doing? Um, I'm watching my friend's amateur soccer game. Oh. And I was actually just sent like a breakup text. So I thought this was them calling. And we just thought that we would catch up with you and find out what the response was and how everything's been going. Um, it was good. So he messaged me not long after that. Um, mm. And we actually, um, his roommates were home and I never met them. So we decided to go for a walk to like talk it through, mm. um, which was good. But then it was a bit awkward you know, mm. deciding where to turn around <laughs> after, like, <laughs> I sort of said my bit and I was just, you know. Yeah. Should we Where did back? you decide? <laughs> just at the end of the block or did you find yourself a bit further up the road? No, because it was um, a straight path, so it wasn't oh. really any natural point to turn around. Oh, no, yeah, okay, that's tough. <laughs> that's really so tough. So how did you, how did you pick it? Did you say something like, ooh, looks like rain, we better head back? <laughs> um, no, I just said, well, I guess we should head back. And he said, oh, thank God, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I, I was breaking up with someone. I was like sort of casually dating for a little while, right, Hannah? So mm. we're not just focusing on your relationship, throwing you in the deep end. We'd sort of had the chat. And it's like she said, oh, I'm not sure if we can go further. I'm like, that's okay. Totally fine, right? Then we walked outside. I had to go to footy training. She's like, oh, do you want to lift? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. But it was raining really hard. Ran out to the car and sat in there. And then it sounds romantic. And then while it was coming, the rain was pouring down. I'm like, should we have a goodbye kiss in the rain? She's like, sure. We ran out and kissed in the middle of the road in the oh rain. My God. <laughs> and then got in the car and she got me off. And then that was the end of it. Wow. So, so nothing okay. that exciting. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, look, good luck for your future adventures, um, endeavors with love. Hannah, thank you for thank you. opening up to us, letting us know what, what was happening in your life and continuing to update us with, uh, with all the goss. We can't wait to hear what no happens way. next in the love life of Hannah. <laughs> All right, great. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Actually, that, we have been meaning to speak to you about that, Hannah. We were hoping yeah. to have a Sarah Jessica Pasca-esque uh, blog about being single for the Matt and Alex <laughs> website. If you could just start working on, I think, daily articles is probably your best right. um, for us. That'll be perfect. Apparently, I'll tell anyone anything. So, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Probably the right person for the job. <laughs> Warts and all. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much, Hannah. Thanks, a really Hannah. nice for you to chat to us, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Have a good afternoon. Bye. Too, bye. bye. 
So it's goodbye to Hannah and goodbye to you and goodbye to us for the weekend. We will be back on Monday for another episode of Matt and Alex. Hope you're having a good one. And in the meantime, please keep an eye out on our Instagram. We like to ask you questions over the weekend. So hit us up at matt.and.alex if there's anything that you can share from your life. Have a great one. Catch you later. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.